The Playmakers Blog presents Fire on High. Featuring your host, Tyler O. What's going on, everyone? You're tuning in to Fire and High Podcast, and I'm your host, Tyler Ginsky, and this is Tyler's 10 Tips for Week 16, the Fantasy Championship. The whole point of these podcasts is to deliver you concise fantasy advice in under 15 minutes, so let's dive in. Tip number one is going to continue to trust Leonard Fournette. This is obviously assuming Ronald Jones is out again, but it looks like that is what's happening. Nothing about starting Fournette feels sexy in your championship, but everything I saw last week points towards him being a locked and loaded RB2 with low-end RB1 upside. I have him at an RB18 rank this week, and it feels right, yet strangely conservative. Let's start with the game itself. They're playing the Lions, one of the worst, if not the worst, defense against the run. The Bucks are favored by 10 points. And on top of that, the Lions are likely going to be coachless, uh, but very coachless because obviously Patricia was fired a while back, but looks like their interim coach Bevel will also be out due to COVID. Galladay's out, once again, setting itself up for a very running back friendly game script. Fournette is also the preferred passing down back, so in the unlikely event, the Lions come out quick scoring. His floor is still safe. Last week, he finished with 14 attempts for 49 yards and two touchdowns, added three receptions for 16 yards. The yards weren't great, but the touchdowns were there. We know touchdowns are a bit fluky, but even if he sees that same usage, Maybe just a little bit of an uptick in yards. He's still in a smash matchup. Things are fine. Trust Fournette in your championship. Tip number two is to continue to trust Jeff Wilson Jr. I admit I was a bit skeptical last week, but he seems to have slotted himself into the Raheem Mostert role on this offense, and it's frankly the only running back role that I trust on this offense. After Mostert exited the game, Jerick McKinnon was the preferred uh, third and long, fourth and long, what have you. He was in there in the two-minute offense. There's a little bit of Tevin Coleman, but still, it looks like there should be 13 to 16 attempts and a couple of passing, uh, you know, looks going Wilson's way. That is pretty good. Wilson also has 25 red zone opportunities on the season, leading all running backs on the team. He's actually seen 12 red zone opportunities in the last three weeks. Yes, it's not a ton through the air, but you add in the fact that he's getting some good usage and that usage is happening in the red zone. He has RB2 value this week. Keeping on the theme of running backs, my third tip of the week is starting and trusting Daryl Henderson. You know, Akers is out, and that is unfortunate, but that leaves a two-man backfield with Henderson and Malcolm Brown. This is something that we've seen a handful of times this year. You know, whether it's Akers' injury or Akers simply not playing, sitting on the pine, we have a bit of a sample size this year for us to see what it looks like when it's just Daryl Henderson and just Malcolm Brown. In those five games with no Akers, Henderson posted an RB11, an RB12, an RB40, an RB28, and an RB27 finish. That averages itself out to be about an RB2 finish. He's an interesting one, but I'm still trusting him as that RB2 this week. No, Henderson will not see the lion's share. Malcolm Brown will involve McVay even said that, and I believe him. However, the, the snaps might be about 50-50. I expect the opportunity to be about 60-40 with Henderson again, like Wilson, getting the nod in the red zone, 15 to 16 touches, a couple catches maybe, but he's getting those red zone looks, and that is what we want. I am trusting Henderson in my lineups as an RB2, but hopefully he's your RB3 or RB4. 
tip number four is I'm trusting Zach Ertz this week as a kind of a streamer, but low end tight end one. It seems he's worked his way back into the offense as he was running more routes than Dallas Goddard last week, even though he only saw a 15% target share. Still pretty solid for a tight end. I, the big thing is, is I expect this game to be high scoring, a big back and forth game, and those tight ends will be used. There are a lot worse options than Zach Ertz this week. I hope you have better options, but if you do need to dig a little deeper, Ertz is absolutely in play as he is working himself back into this offense. Tip number five is trusting Jameson Crowder. It seems as though, you know, there's a little bit of a dip there, but it, that was the injury. He looks like he is healthy once again. He saw a 75% snap count last week, working his way back into the wide receiver one role on the Jets. He's facing the Jets in targets, touchdowns, yards, catches. You know, he, he's doing great. Um, he's, he's the number one wide receiver when healthy. You know, he's more of a wide receiver three in fantasy football. But there is some floor there that I'm interested in, and I will be trusting him as a wide receiver three in PPR leagues. To number six is trusting and starting Melvin Gordon. Looks like Joey Bosa is out after another concussion, and Philip Lindsay is also hobbled, probably not playing. That is a smash spot for Melvin Gordon. Even if Philip Lindsay was playing, Philip Lindsay looks like he was a bit hurt. He's just not playing very well. Melvin Gordon is the uh, hotter hand and is playing better football, out snapping Lindsay, out touching Lindsay, and especially getting more work in the pass game when Lindsay is out there. He's absolutely an RB2, and in this matchup against the Bills, who've been hemorrhaging RB points, he does have some legit RB1 upside if Philip Lindsay is inactive. Trusting Melvin Gordon in your Week 16 matchup is something you should do. Tip number seven is streaming and trusting Mitchell Trubisky. He's been on fire lately, things have been good, and they're playing against the Jaguars. Their run defense is 23rd DVOA, 30th in yards allowed per carry, and more importantly, the Jaguars' pass defense is 32nd DVOA, dead last, and 28th in yards allowed per pass. Over the uh, last four games, he's averaging a 68% completion percentage, uh, almost 1,000 yards, and an 8-3 TD interception ratio, and he's still running for about 20 yards a game. Things are good for Trubisky right now. He's playing well, and he's in a smash matchup. A low-end QB1 finish is definitely in the cards. Tip number eight is slotting Alan Lazard in your lineup as a wide receiver three. First off, I expect this game to be very high scoring as well. It has a 56-point play total from Vegas. A lot of back-and-forth points should be scored between the Titans and the Packers. Titans pass defense is 30th DVOA, 29th in yards allowed per pass. This is very bad. And Alan Lazard, in my opinion, has supplanted MVS as the number two wide receiver on the offense. Last week, he had a 77% snap rate, the highest since the beginning of the season. And his targets have been working their way up. Um, the last four, they've gone six targets, four, three, six. Not exactly great, but still... I expect him to get a lot of usage in this high-scoring affair. I am trusting Alan Lazard as a wide receiver three, top 36 option this week. Tip number nine should be obvious, but I see some people doubting it. It's just trusting George Kittle. The dude is an absolute animal. He's a machine. If he's coming back, he is going to be playing 150%. And then, look, he was, he was he's injured in week two. He was injured in week three. And he came back in week four and posted a 15-catch, 183-yard, one-touchdown day. He's going to come out with a vengeance. He's one of the top two tight ends in the league. If he's active, you're playing him. Don't get cute. Start your studs. And finally, tip number 10 is Marvin Jones. Get him in your lineup. Galladay is out. He's averaging 10 targets a game over the last six. 
he is a wide receiver one on the Lions, and he should be a wide receiver two in fantasy, betting on the volume and then the, the bad Bucks secondary that could be shorthanded is Davis, their corner. It looks like he's going to be sitting, and it's just the Bucks defense is good. Their run defense is good, but their pass defense has not been that great. Tampa Bay is allowing the sixth most wide receiver catches on the year and sixth most wide receiver yards on the year. Wide receivers have been tearing up the Bucks all year. Marvin Jones is in a great spot, and the Lions will likely need to score points. That will do it. Tyler's 10 tips for week 16. This will be the final week, as this is the final week for fantasy. I hope these podcasts help you win some games and put yourself in the position to win your championship. Thanks for listening. You can find me on Twitter at FFTylerO. Don't forget, tell somebody you love them. Later. Later.